the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where we encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area and help men and women get control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality exist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here's your hosts, John, Ed, and Blaine. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John. I'm here with Ruthie. Ed and Blaine are not here today, so just be you and me, Ruthie. So I hope everybody's out there enjoying their night. Uh, we got a great topic. It's going to be who is Jesus. So um, it's going to. I'm going. I'm really interested in sharing this tonight. How about you, Ruthie? It's going to be a good topic, ain't it? Um, you know, folks, we always like to open up with um, the radio show with our praise report. Um, so, Ruthie, you have anything that you would like to? share you know i really see god working out there in the park and and working amongst the people that that we work with and i'm I'm noticing that people are 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 coming up now and and i don't even have to ask have you been praying have you uh, been reading your bible they come up and report to me and tell me you know i've been i've been reading my bible every week i'm listening to it i'm reading it they tell me "I, i i've been praying i pray every day now I love that. I I know I've been hearing that too. I know Susan. She loves to come up and say, "And you know what? I'm reading my Bible." They're get, they're building a relationship with the Lord, and I think this is you can see it on them. They're yeah. they're they're joyful now. They're yeah. being more joyful. Before, remember, they didn't have that like hope, and yeah. so they're really uh, God is really turning them out there. And I just see God out there just a touching people's hearts he is and you know you're right there's not a lot of hope among among the homeless and and now we're able to share with them and give them hope and that hope is building in them and i can see it i can see it in their eyes and in their faces and in their demeanor and i know you can see it too oh we can and you know um we take we folks we help them we get them off the streets we try to put them into programs we put them into homes we also get them into hotels and so we had a couple people that we stuck in hotels the last week or two and um it and one gentleman is that um he had a relationship with the lord but um, he had a tattoo, actually. It said, uh, trust God. Wow. And, and I seen that on his um, forearm there. And I said, do you trust God? And he says, yes, but um, it's hard to when you're out here. Mm-hmm. And so the hope is they get drained right out of them. Yeah. They don't see anything. He says, I've been calling programs. I've been asking for help in programs. And they're just all full. Um, they're not taking no one in. He says, um, and then when I do get help, I have a caseworker, and that caseworker doesn't, it's hard to get a hold of them, or they end up dropping me. So they're very frustrated out there, folks. And um, I think what we're going to need to do uh, for the city, I really think we should start getting more shelters open up and so that we can start helping them. Um, a lot of these shelters, they let them stay there for a little while. And they don't um, get them where they train them good enough where they can get back into a job facility or, or they just open up the door and they let them loose and then they're back in the same boat. So um, kind of sad like that. But we are um, 
really having a lot of fun time out there. And if you ever heard their stories, folks, um, it'd be just like any of us. I mean, there's I, I I always expected to hear a lot of drug stories, but there's not a whole. There's a lot. There's some out there. There's Don't some. get me wrong, but there absolutely is. But there's other things too. Mm-hmm. Lost a job. Yeah. Hurt on a job or hurt got hurt and couldn't keep up the payments because um, uh, disability didn't pay that much for them. Right. And so there's a lot of tragedy stories like that. There is. And once they get in that cycle, it, it seems that they have a hard time getting out of it. And you see it on their faces when they come up to the table. They just look defeated. Mm-hmm. You know, their their shoulders are, are, are hunched over. And and you, you can just see that that, um, that, that that they have no hope and they don't feel seen. They, they don't feel wanted. They don't feel loved. And we're able to offer them the, the love of God. Amen on that. And and they see that it's happening. And then when they're getting in contact, we'll get them in, um, hook them up with people and programs, or we'll make calls for them and get them into these um, for help. They're getting help now. And then they report back and said, gosh, John, you're right. Those people did call me. Um, they're helping me right now. I'm working to get off the streets. And that gives me a hope. <coughs> Excuse me. It gives me hope and um that they're getting helped and that we see it. And so it's it's a rewarding job out there, folks. If you ever thought about doing it, it is a very, very rewarding job. And the people are so grateful and thankful. Yes, they are. Yeah. So there, um, do you got anything else you might want to share? Are you all good on that? Yeah, that's about it. Okay. Why don't we get into our topic again? I guess, uh, again, tonight's show is going to be Who is Jesus? So I'll go ahead and start us off, Ruthie, and then I'll switch it over to you. It says, so I wrote this down. This is, I didn't write this down. This is a scripture of John. I want to start this off with John 114. And it says, so the word became human and made his home among us. He was filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the father, one and only son. There it is, folks. Jesus, is, he was the word. And I got a scripture in here that I want to read to you here, too. But I wrote this down. Jesus calls us to come to him for forgiveness, friendship, and fulfillment. If I know what it was like when I didn't have Jesus in my life, and I know what it is to have Jesus in my life. And exactly what that said, he forgave us. I, can, I don't have to walk in condemnation no more. He's a friend. I have friendship with the Lord. And he fills my fulfillments. He does. I, I There's things he, he shocks me on when he gives me something else to do. And it's like, how do I ever end up doing this? I would have never thought in a hundred years or a thousand years that I'd ever be doing something like this. So God is very, very fu- fulfillment. I, that get, took me over to Luke um, 135. I wrote this before I uh, read Luke 135. It says, Jesus is the Son of God. And we're going to find out in Luke, the Scripture, how I came up with that. And I'm going to go ahead and read this. In Luke 135, it says, The angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. And that is in Scripture, Luke 135. If you want to read that, folks. And then I go over to the next one, and I wrote this down. Jesus is God. And I based that out of um, uh, first, uh, excuse me, John, for, uh, John chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. And I'll go ahead and read that one. It says, In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through Him. And nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot comprehend it. 
uh, right there, we know who Jesus is. Everything was made for him and through him. And so these are just little scriptures that I'm giving you so that you know who he is, who, Je- who this Jesus is. And then it goes on, I wrote here, it says, Jesus gives life. And I based that out of John 10.10, 10, chapter 10, verse 10. And that one states that thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. That's the devil's purpose. God's purpose or Jesus' purpose, and it says, my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. If you never turned your life over to God, God can definitely take you from out of the pit and give you a rich and blessing life. And then that's why I went on to this one. And Jesus says, and I wrote, Jesus is the only way to God. A lot of people say, you know, if I'm good, I I can earn my way into heaven. Um, If I do all kinds of these um, things, if I just bless people, give them money and all this different me, 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 instead of the Lord's way, um, they can get to heaven. Well, I'm going to show you what Jesus says about this. That's in John, um, John 14, 16. It says, I am the, I says, Jesus told him, this is what Jesus said. I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes unto the father except through me. So Jesus right there is telling us right there, Ruthie, who I am, what I am. And the only way you're going to get to the father is through me. So, I got a few more after this, but I'm going to shoot it over to you because I know that you got a few scriptures of about Jesus, too. So I'm going to shoot it over to you, Ruthie. All right. I do have a few I'd like to share. The first one I want to share is John 20, 27 through 29. And this is Jesus speaking. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, my Lord and my God. And Jesus does not correct him after he says that. The next verse says, Then Jesus said to him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. So here Thomas calls Jesus my Lord and my God. And and Jesus accepts that. He, he, he is Lord and God. And Jesus says, Blessed are you who have seen me. And have believed, but blessed are you who have not seen you have believed. And that's us. That's us. We have not seen Jesus face to face. We have not put our hands in, in his, in his, uh, in his scars, but we believe and we are blessed. Oh, I love it. I love it. And, um, you know, folks, if you're uh, not familiar with those scriptures, that was doubting Thomas. Uh-huh. Thomas, it was a man that says, I got to see it to believe it. Right. And maybe you might be one of those out there that says, Hey, I, I don't know about this Jesus stuff or, where are you guys getting this from? Or who is this guy again? That Thomas was the exact same way. So. Right, right. I would have said the same thing. I would have been a doubting Thomas. Yeah, you know, and it, it, over time, God develops and shows himself more and more to you. He does, yeah. And that's why I love it. That's why he's a living God. He, he he's, he's just not a, you know, here thing and he's gone thing there. He works through our life through the Holy Spirit, which is his spirit. So I love it. Got another one there for us? I do, yeah. I'd like to uh, share Titus uh, 2.13 and 14. And so uh, Paul is writing a letter to Titus, and he says, While we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the 
glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. So I chose this verse because there's a lot there. So let's break it down. So first, um, he says that, that Jesus is our great God and Savior. And Jesus is the one who gave himself for us to redeem us. So Jesus is our redeemer. He's our great God and savior. He's our redeemer. He redeems us from wickedness. He purifies us. He makes us his very own and he, he transforms us. So we are eager to do what is good. And then if we go back to the beginning of that verse, it says, while we wait for the blessed hope. Well, what is the blessed hope? Well, the blessed hope is the second coming of Jesus Christ. So he's coming again, and we have that to look forward to. So there's a lot in that verse. A lot. I was in here just thinking while you're reading it, and I'm thinking, oh, my, there is a lot. Uh, can you uh, can you go a little bit more into that? Is that into the, that same verse? Yes. Um, yeah. So, so Jesus gave himself for us. He willingly went to the cross for us. He accepted our punishment because we owed a debt we could not pay. Yeah. We could not redeem ourselves from our sins. But Jesus volunteered to do that for us in, in, in his love, in his grace, in his mercy. He accepted our punishment. He was whipped. He, he was beaten. He, he was beaten beyond recognition. He had mm-hmm. his beard pulled out. He was spit on. He was mocked and humiliated. And then after all that, they had him carry a cross up to the top of a hill where they nailed him to it. And um, and he died there on that cross um, as punishment for our sins. He was sinless and blameless. Absolutely. And so he's redeemed us. And all we have to do is believe. I love it. I, I, I just love it, Ruthie. You you hit the head on the, on the hammer on the head and the nail. You know, it's so true. Um, he 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 he's the great I am. Um, he's been if you want to folks find out about him, you can go all the way back into the Old Testament. They all talk about his forecoming and it also shows that where he's in there too. It'll take you all the way up to Revelations, then the book of the Bible, and it talks about him through there. So he is our propitiation for our sins. You know, as one man who entered had brought sin into the world, which was Adam. We have one man who's through Christ, who's um, um, humanly divine, who came from heaven and God's own son sent him down here to be the lamb that was paid for our sins. Absolutely. Right. So I also want to share, and you touched on this, John eight fifty eight. Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Now, that verse, um, it, it, it echoes the verse from Exodus three fourteen, where um, God says to Moses, I am who I am. So in Exodus 3.14, God says to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. Jesus also tells us in John 10.11, I am the good shepherd. He tells us in John 6.35, I am the bread of life. And in John 15.5, he says, I am the vine. Now, you, and you, you shared this earlier in John fourteen six. Jesus says to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. There is only one way to get to the father God. There is only one way to heaven. And that is through Jesus Christ. 
Amen on that. I, I love it, Ed. And, you know, I, I was hoping that you would go into that. And, you know, a lot of you are thinking, how do I know this? How is it true? The Word is true. The Word will tell you all about Jesus. And But Jesus is faithful. I had that down in Second Timothy, and that's why I was hoping that you would lead into that. And you did. I just love how God has put this together. Um, and it says, I wrote down, Jesus is faithful. Second Timothy 2.13 and they stated here, it says, if we are unfaithful, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny who he is. Jesus is who he is. He, he, will, he, he is faithful. He remains faithful. No matter what you've done in your life, no matter where you've been, he is faithful to say, I, just come to me. Just, just surrender and just give it to me and let me help you in your life and let me show you who I am. Right. And so Adam and Eve, the, the first human beings on the, on the planet, they, they, they sinned. They, they ate from the, the, the fruit of the tree they were forbidden from eating from. And then we see God's grace and, and God accepts the, the, the blood of an animal mm-hmm. to, um, to cover their sins. And, and we see this throughout the Bible. We see this in uh, the, the woman at the well. And, and, and Jesus, um, you know, shares with her everything she's done, but he does not condemn her. And then she goes away and she tells every, everyone um, about the man Jesus that she met. And then we see this again um, with the woman caught in adultery. Mm-hmm. According to the law, they, they could have stoned her. But Jesus tells them, let you who are without sin cast the first stone. And they all drop their stones and walk away. And Jesus says to the woman, where, you know, where are your accusers? And she says, they're all gone. And he says, I don't accuse you either. He, he shows her grace. And we see this again through, we see it throughout scripture. We see this um, in the story of the prodigal son who, who goes away. He takes his, um, his inheritance before his father has even passed away, which is quite an insult. And he squanders this on wild living. And um, he finally comes to his senses and he, he, he heads home and he has this whole speech planned where he's going to say, you know, I've sinned against you, father. I've sinned against heaven and, and I'm not even worthy to be your servant. But his father comes running out. He does not condemn him. Instead, he's met with 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 a robe and and with rings and with with a, a feast and, and a celebration. And that's our God. That's our God. He shows grace and mercy to sinners. Uh, that is so encouraging. Uh, you know that encourages me, and I'm sure I hope I hope it's encouraging you out there, folks, on the radio show. You know they also say you're probably saying, "How is this Jesus holy?" says jesus is holy and i base that out of um, hebrews seven twenty six, and it, that says there and says he is the kind of high priest we need because he is holy and blameless unstained by sin he never sinned he had to be he had to be the propitiation for sin he had to, he had to be he, he he gave his life so that you can have life everlasting life with with um, God, our Father, and Him. And through Him, all are justified. It's not because of what you have done. Maybe you maybe you are a great person out there. Maybe you do help the homeless. Maybe you do help the blind. And all, all, all the good things you're doing in life and giving back and being a great person and you're doing everything you can, that's all good and dandy. And, I'm, and, and that's, that's what we all want to strive to do. But that's not how we get to heaven. It's like Ruthie said, too. It's in 14.6. It's only way is through Jesus. So that's why we're trying to talk to you about Jesus. 
Yeah, I want to share Hebrews 4.15. Uh, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. So Jesus was fully human. He had to be human in order to die. Yeah. And yet he was fully God, and he had to be God because he needed to be blameless. He needed to be that, that spotless um, uh, lamb, that spotless uh, sacrifice that the Old Testament required to cover sins. And so Jesus fulfills that. I also want to share First Timothy 2.5, for there is one God and there is one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Amen on that. I love it. Ruthie, you're hitting, that, you're hitting it right on there. I just love the way you, your scriptures are. We got, I just want to show you, you try to think is, um, how can God be the lamb? You know, how is he the lamb? Well, I based that out of um, Revelations 21, 22, verse 22. And I wrote down, Jesus is the Lamb of God. And I'm going to read that to you, folks. So you'll see here. And it goes here. It says, and, and I saw no temple in the city, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb, which is Jesus, are its temple. There we are there. It is, Jesus is the temple. He is, he is the Lamb. He is the one that was made for the sins of the world taking my sins away, taking your sins away. That way we can go to the Bema seat Mm -hmm. and get our rewards. There's two, there's two places you're going to be. You're going to either be in the, the, the judgment throne with this great white throne. And that's for unbelievers. Are you going to be at the Bema seat where you're going to get rewards? Yes. God does give rewards here on earth of what you're doing for the ministry of what you're doing for other things and uh, for the kingdom of God. And it's and and rewards. I I want to be in front of God where uh, Jesus saying, "Well done, faithful st- servant." I don't want to be up there and say, "Well, you know, you could have done a little bit more, John. Um, you were close, but you didn't do this, that, Ruthie." So. Um, you got another scripture that kind of ties in or something to that effect? I do. I want to share Hebrews twelve two. Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. So after Jesus was crucified uh, um, on the cross, he rose again from the grave. He walked around town for another 40 days, and then God took him up into heaven, and he is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. And I want to share John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, Jesus, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And that right there says it all. He did not come into the world to condemn the world. He came in to save everybody. That's including you, myself, everyone out there. And it's easy to do. Maybe you're thinking to yourself, man, you know what? I I think I need some of this Jesus. I think I I, want to have a life with God. I'm tired of running down this hard road and fighting all the battles and trying to do all what I can do. The thing is about it, God will pour out his spirit to you. He will help you go through life. You'll find that it's totally, when you give your life over over to Christ and you have a relationship with God, God is going to take you places that you'll never think that you'll ever be. And Ruthie, you know, I, I, I want you, you know, it's real easy, folks, to uh, to give your life over to the Lord. You just got to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that he was raised. And Ruthie, I'm going to let you have the 
the grace that lets you to bring people to Christ if they want to do it. So if God is touching your heart on this message, please, all you got to do is just say these easy words. Go ahead, Ruthie. Okay. Uh, Right now, you can just pray. You can pray silently to yourself. God hears you. Or you can pray out loud. And you can just follow along. Lord God Almighty, I am a sinner and I need your salvation. I turn from my sins right now today, and I give you my heart, and I give you my life. I invite you into my heart, and I ask you to change me, to heal me, to transform me, to lead me and guide me. Be that good shepherd, like your word says, and I ask this in your holy name. Amen. If you said that, heaven is rejoicing. You have a place. Jesus right now is preparing a place for you that you're going to have. Jesus says, I'm going to go prepare a place for you and he's in my mansion. And and if you want to know how big God's city is, it's five miles high, five miles wide, and five miles long. So it's it's a big, big, big city. And I can't even fathom that. Can you? No. Heaven is even better than we can imagine. It is, isn't it? it, it it's just huge. And um, so I'm just happy if you did. I'm just grateful that you accepted the Lord. Your life is going to be different now. You're going to be walking with the power of the Spirit, and you're going to see that God's going to lead you to some nice places. He is. um, You know, God's been so good and so faithful to me, and I've been through some really hard times, and I just cannot imagine it doing it on on its own. The Bible says no one can snatch you from my hands, and that means God's always got us. And, and we're not alone. He says he, he will never leave us nor forsake us. And that just gives me so much comfort. I love it, Ruthie. You know, um, he'll help you in your finances. He'll help mm-hmm. you in troubles and times. He'll even put your family back together. Maybe you're having a hard time with family or that. He can draw you back together at then. It's just awesome what he can do. I'm just glad, folks. Um, I just want to say one more thing. I'd like to say um, let's keep Israel in prayer. Yes. Uh, there's a lot going on over there. Um, let's keep America in prayer, too. And that, so um, pray for Israel if you can. So, um, Ruthie, got to, I'm going to let you say the last thing, and then we'll go on to close. Okay. I'm going to read Revelations 1.8. Okay. Where Jesus says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Amen. There it is there, folks. So if you have any questions, you can give us a call. I'll give you the number at 619-715-6915. Again, that number is 619-715-6915. That's my number. You can give me a call. Be more than happy to talk to you. Hey, uh, keep um, Ed, Pastor Ed, in um, your prayers, too. He had a broken arm and it's healing. So we're hoping that someday he'll be back on. And also with Blaine, he's on vacation. He's gone to Italy. So we're going to say um, thank you for our sponsors, Javier. Thank you over there, Sombreros. Hey, Anna and Kim over Goodwill. Thank you for all what you do. Jeremy at Skyline. Hey, thank you, Jeremy, for helping us to help the homeless. And Stephen Forsyth, the one El Cajon Western Church. Hey, we thank you. So, folks, I hope this has touched you, and I, w- I hope that God will bless you, which I know he will. And you have a great night. Thank you for listening to Cornerstone Radio. Join us again next week at the same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and general contributions are always welcome and will make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's
That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.